Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with Pastor Danny Anderson, a conversation created to help you experience a breakthrough in your life. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about a topic that you're going to want to take notes on, because if it doesn't affect you, I guarantee you it affects someone that you love, whether it's your sister or a coworker or your daughter or your son. So many of us struggle today with emptiness, and that's what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Now, why would we talk about it today? Well, there are multitudes of people struggling with that feeling of emptiness. People are emotional creatures, and we want to feel something, and we want to feel it strongly, and we hate feeling empty. So today, we're going to dive deep. This is one that you're going to want to save on your podcast list. You're going to want to have this one downloaded because we're going deep to experience a breakthrough when it comes to emptiness. And here is the man that's going to lead us through that. Welcome, Pastor Danny. Thank you. Thanks. Good to be here, Rach. We love having you. All right, let's jump in. How do people describe feelings of emptiness? Yeah, as a pastor, you know, I've I've talked to a lot of people about uh, this this feeling, this experience of emptiness inside, and it's really hard to put into words. Um, people have said things like, uh, "I've got nothing to live for." I've heard that statement. Mm-hmm. I've also heard people talk about not being able to feel anything. I just feel <sighs> totally numb inside. I've also heard people say things like, I just, I don't, I don't have any purpose in my life. And so mm-hmm. it's not like they're out, they're coming out and saying, I feel empty, but mm-hmm. the words and the sentences are, they're describing this experience of emptiness inside. Uh, I've heard people say, you know, what's the point of it anyway? I mean, mm-hmm. what's it all, what's it all about? Uh, meaning, meaning I, I don't, I don't have any meaning or purpose in my life. Um, sometimes I, I've, I've talked with people and they've just kind of described it uh, like a feeling of being bored. Mm-hmm. have nothing to do or just a feeling of being lost. Um, and some people even say things like, I just don't have anything going for me right now, nothing mm-hmm. to pour my energy into. And so, again, it's hard to, to put it into words, but it's just an overall feeling of just being, you know, empty inside. Mm-hmm. I can say from um, the people that are around me, my friends, my family, that, that I've heard those words before. And... Um, they, they sometimes don't sound that dangerous. What are some of the dangers of emptiness? Yeah, I think all you have to do is look around because the evidence is, is everywhere. As you mentioned, people abhor feeling empty. Right. They don't like it. You know, I think there's a quote that says, you know, nature abhors a vacuum, you know, so <laughs> wherever there's emptiness, something's going to fill it. And the dangers of, of this feeling of emotion uh, being empty is that we, we tend to turn to easy things to fill it. You know, mm. things that are, that are right there at our fingertips. And what, what's at our fingertips? Well, often it's not very good. Not right. things, things that are not very good for us. You know, alcohol and drugs and, and, and sex or pornography. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, a lot of people choose food because it's right there. It's right in the refrigerator. Some people turn to exercise and just kind of go overboard and, and become exercise fanatics. And, uh, or a lot of people choose work. You know, they're mm. feeling of empty, so what do they do? They just go back to work. They don't know what else to do, mm. so they become workaholics, or some will just turn to relationships. I've talked to people that they're in and out of relationships like every other month. It's like, well, why can't you just spend some time 
yeah. uh, being single, and and it's because they feel empty inside. So they 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 get on a dating website or they start another relationship, and uh, or return to like Netflix or you know just right. binge watching and and video games, and again because we we uh, we feel empty inside. So now some of those things can actually be positive. I mean, to have a healthy relationship or a job that does meaningful work or mm-hmm. helps people. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are not necessarily all bad things. They can turn into bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the dangers there are that we we will fill that void of emptiness with something that will harm us, as, as I mentioned, a few of those things, particularly, obviously, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So, But where would you say that even, where does it come from? Where does that feeling of emptiness like stem from? Well, I think in the severe cases... As a pastor and working with people, helping with people, and you've noticed this too because you've worked Mm -hmm. with a ton of people, families, children, adults as well. Um, A lot of times that feeling of severe emptiness comes from a traumatic event. There's a car accident or, you know, a person can no longer work. And so now what used to fill them doesn't fill them anymore. They can't go to work anymore. Or the loss of a family member. And there's this void that's been taken out. This relationship is gone. We're divorced. And now they're alone in their home. And, you know, and, right. and so some type of traumatic event has, has led them uh, to experience a void mm-hmm. in their life. And that is commonly followed by periods of emotional emptiness. And, uh, you know, many times I have seen as I've watched people go through traumatic experiences like that, it doesn't stop at emptiness. It, the emptiness ends up developing into uh, pretty severe cases of depression as well. Right. And so people get down, they get discouraged. And um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty rough spot to be in. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly that that loss of, of any form can can start to build that emptiness. And um, I know last uh, fall when I lost my dad, we've talked about that on the podcast before, that emptiness started to mm-hmm. come in. And um, it, it's really, really hard to, one, recognize that it's emptiness because you're in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and then um, recognize how to start moving out of it. Have you ever ever felt that experience of emptiness um, in kind of a parallel way or in a different way? You know, I think that, um, yes, I have. And it was early on in my um, my walk. It was my, my walk with God actually got started mm-hmm. this way. Um, when I was a teenager, I was a very uh, thirsty person in the <laughs> sense that I wanted, I knew that I was supposed to be filled Right. With, like, as you mentioned, people are emotional people. We want to feel something and we want to feel something strong. Right. And so um, I turned to sports, dove into athletics, baseball, basketball. My family mm-hmm. was an athletic uh, family. And, um, and that worked. That filled up my cup, mm. you know, and we were, my family was successful. Two older brothers who played baseball. And, um, I also uh, turned to the opposite sex because that that was that was uh, something that filled the cup, you know, right. and and uh, relationships and different things, and uh, also got into some other things I'm not too proud of <laughs> to share. <laughs> but uh, I was thirsty. I wanted to feel something. I want to feel right. something strongly. Well, for some reason, at the age of 17, God was kind of opened my eyes and and showed me that none of those things were going to ultimately satisfy me or fill me feel that emptiness, that void inside. Mm -hmm. And ended up, I ended up, uh, he ended up leading me to, to seek him 
through my mom's influence, through mm-hmm. another person's influence in my life, to to turn to God and start attending church services. And uh, that's where I eventually ended up finding Christ, and and He filled that void for mm-hmm. me. And we could talk a little bit more about the spiritual side of this sure. in, in a little bit, but... So if someone right now is is in the throes of, of emptiness, what would you say would be their first step? Like, how can they start to have that breakthrough in their emptiness? What what should they do about it? Yeah, so I think the first thing is our perspective on emptiness, our okay. view of it. I think so many people view it as a terrible, awful thing that has to be you know, filled right away. I feel empty. Oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta right, do something right. about this. And and then they end up making a poor choice mm. to fill that void, whether it's with another bad relationship or turning to a substance or or diving, getting us uh, diving more and more into work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the perspective that I would like to talk about today that helped me and has helped other others as well is what what if emptiness is not a negative thing okay that gives me pause <laughs> if it's not a negative thing how so well think about this with me what what if emptiness was sort of like the gauge on your dashboard of your car right you, okay. you look at your dashboard and you have these gauges that tell you about the oil and this and rpms and you also have one that shows you where you're at with gasoline. Mm. And when that gauge is very important, it shows us that, okay, man, if I don't stop and get some gasoline, I'm going to be in some trouble. And so we use that gauge to refuel. What, what if God used his emptiness, and sometimes through traumatic events, as we've already mentioned, right. uh, to show us that we need to be filled? What if it, what if it was a positive thing? And what I have found is that as I've read the Bible and I've looked at different authors, that, that it is in fact something that God, God has wired it into us. Hmm. He's built us with, with a, a, a soul that is thirsty. And it's to point us to the true source of satisfaction, the true source of fulfillment, and which, which is himself. And I saw a quote the other day. It's... Uh, I can't remember who it was by, but it was the usefulness of the pot lies in its emptiness. Huh. And I thought, wow, you know, when, when you look at a pot and it's, you know, and it's empty, you don't think, oh, stupid pot, worthless <laughs> pot, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this thing out the mm-hmm. next week, you know, mm-hmm. you don't think that about a pot or, or a jar. No, you, you know that that thing is built or that you bought it to be filled with something. So it's just in a matter of days, you're going to boil noodles in it, or you're going right. to you know, fill the jar with pears, or so, you know, it's going to hold something important or valuable. Right. Well, I think that we're all pots. Hmm. I think that, that we were created with this empty part inside of us that is designed to be filled. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so... That, in that sense, emptiness is a very positive thing because it points me, well, what am I going to fill my soul with? Right. Well, the only dangerous part is, is filling the pot with something bad, right. <laughs> something harmful, something that doesn't work, something that won't satisfy. And so, you know, when you, one of my favorite quotes is from C.S. Lewis in the Mere Christianity, his, his book, uh, most famous book. He said, God designed the human machine to run on himself. He himself is the fuel 
our spirits were designed to burn, or the food our spirits were designed to feed on. There is no other. Well, when I read that, I thought, that, that changed my life. Right. So when I'm feeling empty inside and there's a void, even now, all these years later, as a Christian, st- still, it still happens to me. You know, I know that when I'm feeling that sense of emptiness, I know where I need to turn. I need to turn to God. He's the fuel. He's the food that my spirit was designed to burn on. And so I don't abhor the emptiness. It's mm. just a sign for me. It's a gauge, and it points me back to God. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes total sense. And I feel like that's pretty freeing just to co- stop calling yourself the stupid pot. Yeah. <laughs> like if you can just stop and realize that, okay, this emptiness has a purpose, and I'm going to move forward with the purpose, that could give you a breakthrough right there mm-hmm. to quit beating yourself up over this feeling of emptiness and allow yourself to think about even even getting full. And what you're saying is that that God can use that emptiness to lead him to him. Yes. And that's encouraging. Exactly. Now, I also want to mention that he, he will use other things that are positive to, to fill us. Mm-hmm. Like a, uh, a a great marriage, my 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 wife is absolutely wonderful, and she brings a lot of fulfillment to me. My children, another thing, uh, I know some people have grandchildren, and that fills their cup, right? Right. Uh, I know some people have wonderful jobs and work that they do that that makes an impact in people's lives, mm-hmm. uh, and hobbies, even some positive hobbies. These things can help to fill the emptiness. Where we go wrong is we, we we start turning them into the ultimate solution to our emptiness, and that's where we get off. I love what Lewis says in, in, in Mere Christianity about this. He says, I must take care on the one hand never to despise or be unthankful for these earthly blessings, the ones we were just talking about. Right. And on the other hand, never, watch this, never mistake them for the something else of which they are only a copy or echo or mirage. You see what he's saying there? Like though these things are beautiful, they're wonderful, they're but they're they're just an echo. Mm. They're not the actual living water. Mm-hmm. They're not the actual bread of life. That's Jesus. That's the spirit of God. Mm. But they point to him. And so you learn to appreciate those things but ultimately go to Jesus to to fill your emptiness. So how well how do you start moving that direction? How do you how would a person do that? Well first, yeah, I mean that's that's really where when the rubber meets the road, right? Right, so right, right. Actually. You first you understand everything we we're just talking about, about how mm-hmm. God has built the soul and you know, he's the fuel that our spirits were designed to run on, the food that our spirits were designed to feed on. So that's the context of our emptiness. It's not a negative thing, it's a positive thing, it's a pointer to him. Sure. Well then you have to go to him. And Mm -hmm. so the practical side of this is um, what I would coach anybody to do if you're feeling empty, even if you're not feeling empty, Mm -hmm. uh, is is each day, start your day going and turning to God Mm -hmm. and saying, God, here I am. It's first thing in the morning. I, my cup is empty. I want you to fill it with your spirit and with your goodness, with your love, with your joy. And the way practically how you do that is the way I do it is uh, I have a spot in my kitchen table I go to each morning and I open up the scriptures and I ask him to speak to me and fill me and Mm -hmm. guide me and direct me. Ultimately, I'm asking him to fill my cup and satisfy me with his love, his joy, his presence, his peace. And so 
um, that's the that's the practice that I try to do every single day, first thing in the morning. That's good on that's a daily good. basis. Yeah, daily. Mm-hmm. Then what else? Um, what else can we do as we as we're trying to have our breakthrough in emptiness? Yeah. So something else that I do, um, and I try to. It's biblical, and if you read the scriptures, you can see this rhythm in the Old Testament and and carried into the New Testament as well. Is uh, you know a weekly Sabbath where we we designate one day through the week uh, to be a special day where we focus on the Lord and we spend extended time with Him, mm-hmm. thinking about Him, reading the scriptures, uh, maybe practicing silence and solitude, and again with the same purpose of having him satisfy the emptiness and the thirst of our soul. And so that's something that I practice on a weekly basis as well as a daily basis. I feel like there's um, a, a lot of Christ followers who who do stay in, in the Word daily, and they do take a Sabbath every week. But could you also tell the listeners a little bit about what you do once a quarter? Because I feel like that's above and beyond, and, and that might really help someone who's struggling with some yeah. deep emptiness. Yeah. And so this is a this is a big one. This is a, a probably, I wouldn't rec- necessarily recommend this for uh, to a person who's ne- just starting. Mm-hmm. Um but what I try to do on a quarterly basis is spend two days, at least a day or two days by mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. you know, um, in silence and solitude and to really reevaluate, you know, what am I turning to? What am I trying to fill my soul with? What, what am I running my soul on? You know, um, am I truly drinking in? the living water and the spirit of God. And, and it's, you know, I did it, I started this probably 10 years ago or so. And it was difficult at first right. to be by myself for 24, 48 hours. Right. I like... remember my first silence and solitude. <laughs> I didn't feel like it was super fun, but yeah. it was very fruitful, but not yeah. so much fun. <laughs> if, if you've never done it before, it's like, right. well, what are you going to do with your time? You know, exactly. how do you feel that? So, um, but now I look forward to it. Hmm. I can't wait for it. It's a time where I refocus, refuel, and I remind myself that uh, only God can truly satisfy that emptiness mm-hmm. inside of me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's a that's a quarterly pattern, a weekly pattern, and a daily. And and the rhythms are so important. This cannot be sporadic. Right. Um, and so many people are hit and miss mm-hmm. on this sort of thing, and then they wonder why their engine is starting and stopping and not running well. Well. Right. You know, you're not fueling up on a regular basis, mm. and so, yeah, that's that's what I would recommend ter- in terms of a pattern of turning to God. No, oh, that's that's good and helpful. Um, as we begin to wrap up today, uh, what are your final thoughts for us on emptiness? I, I guess I would circle back to the concept that the emptiness is not a negative thing; it is God's design. He's created us that way. You know, yeah. again, the usefulness of the pot is in its emptiness. Yeah. You know, we have this void inside of us. If you look at the Psalms, I love the Psalms. I hope everybody hears this encouragement to read the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Just think of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What does that mean? It means that God, I have God. I have everything I need. Well, wait, wait don't, don't you need more money? No, fine. Well, don't you need a job? Well, I'm good. He's going to take care of it. 
well, don't you, don't you need a place to stay? Don't you need, you know, more clothes? Don't you? I, yeah, I, I, but I'm good. I have, I have needs, but I'm good. I'm, I'm satisfied. You look at the Psalms and it has this language of that God is the satisfier of the soul. Psalm mm-hmm. 63 is a great one. You satisfy my soul as with the richest food. My soul will praise you, right? Um, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Psalm mm-hmm. 63, one. You look at some of these verses and you see, you see God is the great satisfier of the soul. So I would just wrap, th- wrap this conversation up by saying, don't despise the emptiness. Yeah. Let it be the gauge that points you to the true satisfier, mm-hmm. the living water. Um, don't be fooled into turning to any of these pseudo, you know, satisfiers, drugs, alcohol, you know, entertainment. Um, at best, let the good things point you to the true source of satisfaction for oh, your emptiness. Really so, yeah. It's really good. I wish everybody could have seen you uh, as we're uh, recording this podcast, just pulling those Psalms out from mm-hmm. out from your mind. That's the memorization yeah. is, is really helpful there. Well, thank you so much for, um, for joining us and for leading us through this topic of emptiness. It's not an easy one and it affects so many people. We want to remind you that you can go to eclife.org to connect to the podcast, or you can link anywhere that you listen to your podcast. We would love for you to rate this and to share it with your friends. We're grateful you joined us today and we hope you come back soon or even listen to this one again and truly share it with a friend. Mm, It's been a joy. Okay. 